missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. It's a thing, Shaw. It is? <laughs> yes. Apparently Waffle House and select locations around the country are taking reservations for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Have some waffles. Who cares, Shaw? Well... Maybe you guys love Waffle House. I, 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 I'm not judging, right? I don't know if that's where I would take someone. Who cares? Eat the waffle. Unless I knew they would be happy with that. That would be a very specific, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe you guys like to do jokey, funny things. You know what I mean? And, and your first date was at a Waffle House? I mean. Yeah, but uh, I think Waffle House reservations for Valentine's Day would be uh, something that might be a little disappointing. And a new survey found out some other disappointing gifts you could get somebody mm. For Valentine's Day. Wife and I don't really do that. It's just, it's a Hallmark holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just made it up so that they can sell cards and candy and fly. And that's great, but I just don't, I don't feel the need to do it on February 14th. Mm-hmm. You know, we're probably just going to sit at home, watch TV and uh, and drink beers. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's good enough for me. But a uh, new survey asking people to identify disappointing gifts for Valentine's Day. Number 10 on the list, a serenading song. Really? Yeah, apparently people do not want to get serenaded. Huh. I don't know if you're it's not the worst gift. If you're the lovely Becky Hughes and your wonderful husband Andy Hughes serenades you, you and wrote you a song with lyrics about yeah, you and your awesome. right. that sounds pretty damn romantic. It sounds way it? romantic. Now, if it's me <laughs> trying to do some kind of hey, you know rap, what some kind of rap for my wife, I don't know. She might not appreciate that. Uh, number nine, underwear. Just plain old underwear. Here are some boxers. I think I people got. like to pick out their own, don't they? Uh, well, all right. it's more of a you present, right? It's like the, the bowling ball that says Homer on it, right? It's <laughs> like uh, perfume at number eight. It just is sort of like a cheap, easy thing to do. Like, oh, here, you stink. Put God, this these on. These people have not been married 23 years. I'll take any of this crap, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you Again, know what I mean? Like, yep. come on, man. These are Valentine's Day gifts that people would be disappointed Did by. Did you get me something? This one, again... Maybe you just don't, maybe you haven't been working during the pandemic, and this is all I've got. A love coupon book. See, I think that there's effort in there. It's good for one fish hug. Well, <laughs> no, that was a calendar. Okay. That was in the calendar. I'm redeeming that. Well, maybe it's something that you don't do that your wife always nags you about, right? Like, you don't do the dishes. You don't sweep the floor. Yeah. You don't take the trash. You know, whatever that is, and you put it in there, and you say, hey, look, I know that you good hate. for a free massage. And I'm aware of that, and here's, yeah. Uh, number six, champagne, just a plain old bottle of champagne. Here you go. I didn't even wrap it. I just put it in a bag. Sounds all right. I don't know. I must have really low expectations, right. man. Lowered expectation. <laughs> uh, lingerie, which is not underwear, apparently. Uh, again, mm-hmm, that seems different. like a gift more for you than for her or vice versa. Uh, number four on the list of disappointing Valentine's Day gifts, according to a recent survey, a funny card. Okay. Uh, number three, heart-shaped box of chocolates. Again, not a lot of thought or effort going into that one, it seems. <laughs> Shaw. Well, that's what Mary's getting. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. her, that I doesn't guess. sound too bad. Funny oh, card, a funny card and yes, a box of chocolates. See, there and you go, some Shaw. lingerie. Sorry, two. Mary. Underwear, Shaw's a box of chocolates. Down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, These are great ideas. Number two on the list. Very surprising to see this one. This one is the one that set out flowers. Apparently, people not into the flowers, mm. according to this survey. They say that flowers sure are I a am. disappointing gift. I don't know any woman that I've ever known or dated. Happy to get flowers, right? Yeah, any day of the year. Uh, Don't forget, by the way, if you're going to try and get flowers for Valentine's Day from Sunshine Floral Call Today, don't wait. And uh, number one on the list 
of the uh, disappointing Valentine's Day gifts yeah. people would get, it, according to a recent survey. Vacuum cleaner. No. That thing, I tell you, we got one. I love it. It's great. It's got like a little Febreze disc in it, and it makes everything smell <laughs> wow. great. Oh, my goodness. I wanted to just, I wanted to hug it and kiss it and make sweet love to it because the thing actually works, unlike our old vacuum. Uh, no, furry handcuffs. Very specific. Wow, that just is odd. The whole list is like wow. regular life, and then it just takes sudden, it all to the next. Now it's to the next. Level. I will say that the nice thing about most furry handcuffs, not that I know from experience, but uh, most furry handcuffs are plastic, so that if someone does not remember the key, you can probably break out of them right. easily, as opposed to actual handcuffs. Mm-hmm. As a person who's been stuck in those before, that's not fun. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so the furry handcuffs at wow, least. Wow, the, the whole list took a turn there, didn't it, Sean? Yeah, I'd say. It felt like regular, regular, regular. Okay, Whoops. furry handcuffs. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. She said crack. <laughs> crack <laughs> giant crack <laughs> just a big giant crack morning sickness Brian Jean and Shaw by far the best commercial last uh-huh. night for me at least you can't go wrong with Beavis and Butthead they stole the show they're trying to promote all these great shows that they've got Nobody cares. They just want to hear wow, crack that, I thought those were really dumb commercials. The Paramount Mountain? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While they're promoting their own, you know, streaming service. And, and uh, I know, and I get that, but I don't know, man. I Having all the characters climb up the mountain, Patrick Stewart, Jeff Probst. Uh, but Beavis and Butthead stole the show for me. Crack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good times. There was a, a, a Winona Ryder reprising a role from Edward Scissorhands uh, commercial. It was okay, I guess, with the kid Edgar Scissorhands. But uh, all in all, I didn't really feel all that impressed by no. the commercials. Factor bullcrap, Shaw. Ooh. Things that cost less than a Super Bowl commercial edition. <laughs> okay. How are we feeling? I well, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what a Super Bowl commercial cost this year. It's millions. But. All right. Here we go. Factor bullcrap. Things that cost less than a Super Bowl commercial edition. Okay. Number one, 10 ads. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 ads during a World Series game would be cheaper than one Super Bowl ad. Is that fact or is Oof, that bullcrap? That's going to be a weird math thing, yeah, right? It's no going to be like seven or something. It won't be 10. Uh, yeah, let's say bullcrap. It is 10. Exactly. World Series ads top out at around $350,000 each, so 10 would cost three or four million bucks total. That is not the same as one wow. Super Bowl ad, wow. Shaw. Very expensive. Very expensive. By the way, a 30-second Super Bowl ad costs about $5.5 million this year. I'm Factor- sure they got their money's worth, by the way. But- yeah, Factor Bowl crap. Super Bowl commercial edition. One million Big Macs would cost less than one Super Bowl ad. Is that Factor Bowl crap? What's one- a Big Mac cost? About four bucks, probably. So be less than that, I guess. So Does that make it fact? Hoo-ah! Big Macs are about three ninety nine a piece, Shaw. So just over four million dollars mm-hmm. with tax. Therefore, cheaper than a Super Bowl ad. Got that one right, Shaw. You're one for two. Factor bull crap. Things that cost less than a Super Bowl ad edition. Question number three: the cheapest used Gulf Stream jet that's Gulf current Stream jet. Okay, a jet. 
that's currently for sale on their website costs less than a Super Bowl ad. Is that fact or bullcrap? The cheapest one? Yeah, I think you could get a jet for less than five mil, right? Let's say fact. Uh, the cheapest one they've got is a 2009 Gulfstream for just under $11 million. Ooh. I haven't been jet shopping lately. Really? So, yeah. I don't know the prices. Right. I'm, I'm out of touch. Uh... Boy, you really haven't done much during the <laughs> pandemic, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> Be number one on my list. Oh, what am I going to buy with this billion dollars I win from the lottery? Oh, a jet. Uh, you could buy 100 bitcoins for less than one Super Bowl ad. Is that fact or bull crap? I have no idea what a bitcoin costs, but let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Last time they checked, a single bitcoin cost just under 40 grand, so around 4 million for 100 of them, Shaw. Got that one right. You're two for Still four. Still cheaper than a Super Bowl ad. Last one. Factor bullcrap things that cost less than a Super Bowl ad edition. 25 brand new Porsche 911 convertibles would cost less than one Super Bowl ad. Is that factor bullcrap? 25, 25 of them? Brand new Porsche 911 convertibles would cost less than one Super Bowl ad. Is that factor bullcrap? I'm going to say fact. Hoo-ah! They start around $100,000, mm-hmm. so you can get twice that many for the cost of one ad from yesterday's game, Shaw. You finished with three out of five Hall of Fame numbers, much like TB12. <laughs> Very nice job. You know a little bit about Super Bowl commercials, but uh, by far my favorite one was Beavis and Butthead laughing at the word crack. <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Shaw. You and Mary do anything? No. Neither do we. I, I don't like Valentine's Day. I don't buy into it. It's a... I mean, I'm going to cook a steak, but... Uh, we're going to cook something good, too. I'd rather celebrate something romantic like our anniversary, you know what I mean? Or some sort of other... Some per- actual holiday? Some sort of personal, you know, anniversary as mm-hmm. opposed to just, hey, here's February 14th, buy some cards and some crap. Right. You know, I, I get why people do it. That's fine, but it just doesn't... I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> The girls were super nostalgic for when they were little and you made the Valentine's right, Day box and everybody got one from oh. everybody in the class. Maybe there was candy with it. There was candy. It was, the yeah. candy, I'll, I'll, I will say, I, I don't mind going out for a nice meal uh, and some beers or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe some candy or, or chocolates or whatever. I don't have a problem with that, but I don't need it on Valentine's Day just because people tell me it's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. You know what I mean, Shaw? Typically, Valentine's Day, one of the busiest days among area restaurants. Not clear if that'll yeah. be the case. I think this Friday year. and Saturday. They're oh, making, yeah. taking reservations. Oh, yeah. Uh, first date on Valentine's Day, yes or no? Too much pressure? The first date? Yeah, let's say you're just starting uh, to see someone and uh, you ask them out and you want to make it extra romantic. First date on Valentine's Day, yes or no? Sure. I, yeah, I think th- I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's too hokey. You know what I mean? It's too contrived. Well, that way you're not alone on Valentine's Day, though. Yeah, but, I mean, what's your expectation here that it's going to... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, not on I'm a first day. What? Okay, no. Wow. I don't, I don't know. I, doesn't, I don't think that makes any difference, whether it's, you know, Easter or Valentine's Day. It's the right. first date. It's just the first date. It may not go well. <laughs> I think it might be too, too much pressure, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people assume you, you have to be extra romantic because you're mm. going on a first date on Valentine's Day, right? So you're setting yourself up for failure. Or maybe you're going to have a great story to tell your grandkids. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. 60 years in the future. You know there what you I mean? Go. Maybe. You can vote on that uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. First date on Valentine's Day. Yes, no, or maybe so. A couple of different options there if you want to vote on the Morning Sickness page, on the app, or on the website. I would say no. I don't eh. I don't need that extra pressure, Shaw. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Nice way to start off a relationship or a potential relationship. I will say that if you have success, it's a good way to remember that first date. Mm-hmm. You bet. Because it's on February, you know, it's on Valentine's Day, so you don't have to remember. Like, I, could, I couldn't tell you the day of the year that my wife and I went on our first date. I know it was sometime in January. So I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> I don't even remember what year it was. <laughs> Been out damn long. I'm huh? not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys even go on a date or just study and then we she had got study pregnant? dates? Yeah, yeah, we were in college together. You studied we... and then she got pregnant and now you're married. Well, something like that. There's a little <laughs> bit in between there, but. <laughs> There's your life, Sean. Right, boom. Right up that. in a bowl. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it easy for you. Uh. Again, hit the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the app if you want to vote on first dates on Valentine's Day. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Some of the stats uh, for Valentine's Day. All right. It's this weekend, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And uh, 52% of people are going to celebrate Valentine's Day this year, but spending is down across the board. No big surprise. The average this year... Is 165 bucks per person. $31 less than last year. Men going to spend more than women. No big surprise. And it's by a lot. The average man will spend $231 on Valentine's Day. Women only $101. Really skews that average. <laughs> Top five people we're spending our money on for Valentine's Day are our significant other or spouse. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Other family members. Uh-huh. Mom, grandma, aunt, uncle, daughter. Kids, yeah. Uh, our friends. Hmm. No. <laughs> I don't like my friends that much. <laughs> our kids' classmates and teachers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And our pets, apparently, are, are on pets. the list. Around one in seven people will also buy themselves a gift this year, Shaw. Oh, why not? Valentine's Day stats. You can read some of these on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. The most popular gift this year? Candy. Yes. Candy, followed by cards, then flowers, and then an evening out. Only one in four people, though, are going out this year, which is the lowest ever Mm -hmm. because of, obviously, the pandemic. 41% of people are planning a special dinner or celebration at home instead. Because they don't want to go out for a romantic. I think we're getting food to go. Dinner. Seventy-three mm-hmm. percent of people who are celebrating think it's especially important to do something for Valentine's Day this year. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, last but not least, according to a new survey about Valentine's Day spending in 2021, the best cities for Valentine's Day, based on several different factors, including how many floral shops there are, which. Doesn't seem to really how be about, all that how much. Heat is there? Sunshine? And right. Is it not? You, you know, it- it's funny you mention that, Gene, because <laughs> three of the top five seem like very nice, warm places That's- you'd like to go visit in the middle <laughs> of winter. Number one, San Francisco. Yep, lovely city. Number two, Honolulu. Ah. Three and four are up in the northwest, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, and then San Jose, California, rounds out the top five. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, None of those go. are like where it's really dark and cold and chilly. Great. Why don't yeah. you go there to celebrate? Yeah, why don't we go to La Crosse, Wisconsin for romance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you mean the place where it's 23 below zero right. with the wind chill? Yeah. So My much. husband was talking yesterday to somebody that he works with who's in Paris, and it's very cold there for them. 
and uh, they were talking about how it was, uh, man, they couldn't believe, they have obviously a different way of calculating temperature, but it turns out it was 32 degrees, right? And Fahrenheit? Yeah. <laughs> and Mike was like, well, take that 64 degree swing. And they, they right. were like, what? What? Like, oh, yeah. can't even fathom Mind it. blown. They were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's like people in Florida and yeah. Arizona when it, get, it gets I mean, into the 50s and they're like, oh, it's so cool. How do you people live here? Man, I'd be out in the pool, chillaxing with a summer beverage in hand. Mowing the lawn in my shorts and t-shirt. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming Oh, man, the Karens. Oh, yeah, they're not gone. They're just hiding. Did they have to wear a mask? Oh, I'm not wearing the mask in the grocery store. And if you can't tell me the exact loss that states that I have to, then I'm not going with. Oh, wait, you're putting the handcuffs on me. (laughs) This is great. Her actual name is Karen, and she's a Karen, and she's in a grocery store in Ohio. And while they were filming her with their body cam, she was filming them with her cell phone to make sure that it was all legitimate, Shaw. That everybody knew that she was being oppressed. Help, help, I'm being repressed. I'm being repressed. Karen got herself arrested for not wearing her mask. What's a federal law that prevents me from wearing a face mask? Okay, so you don't know. Relax, relax. So the video is great, obviously, uh, and and kudos to these officers for keeping their cool while dealing with this psycho. Well, it was clearly- show up at the grocery store. She's trick. trying to check out, and they're not going to check her out. She went through the whole story, and they called the cops. They show up. They're like, look, you got to wear your mask. It's a mandate. you got to wear it indoors. It's not a federal law, all right? It didn't come down from Biden. It's a mask mandate in their state or in their community, whatever. She didn't want to wear it. They show up. She's got the phone out. She's asking them to cite the federal law. She obviously doesn't understand how things work. Uh-huh. They try to get her in handcuffs, and she starts fighting them. Then they finally uh, switch to the, the video there. Uh, switches to the back of the police car. They got her in there, and that's where she starts yelling illegal search because she has her purse around right. her shoulder, and he's trying to unclip it because you can't have yeah, your... you're not taking that She might you. have a weapon in there. You don't know, right? She might have a key for handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? So she starts yelling illegal... And then starts trying to kick the cop while she's back there. And, oh, legal search. What's the federal law that prevents me from wearing a face mask? Okay, so you don't know. Relax, relax. Legit, oh, illegal search. Illegal, illegal. If you kick me, you're going to go to jail. Illegal, illegal. I'm not seeing your purse. I want your purse. Illegal search. Illegal search. If you just keep the yellow awesome. oh, oh, I love the end. It's like the grape lady. Oh, remember the grape lady? Oh. You know who's an expert in the law? The cop. Right. Not Karen in the back of the cop car who doesn't know diddly poo about illegal search. I just keep yelling it over and over. If enough. I just say it a million times, then it'll happen, right? It'll just mm-hmm. magically become a law. 
Uh, her name is Karen Turner, by the way. Pled not guilty to misdemeanor charges of resisting arrest, criminal trespassing, and failure to disclose information because she obviously wouldn't uh, tell the cops who she was or give them her ID. She was released on $5,000 bond pending another court appearance. Uh, yeah, she just... Uh... <laughs> what are you going to do? These Karens, man. Those cops don't make enough money. And I'm not even mad at her for not wearing it. Don't wear it. Don't just, you know, like, look, But man. she wouldn't leave when they told her to leave. Yeah, either. if I don't wear my mask, that's on me. You know what I mean? And if I go in a place and they have a mask mandate or a requirement and they want to kick me out, then that's their prerogative, too. Same as if I go in there without pants on. They can say, hey, look, dude, you got yeah, to have, gotta have some pants. check you out. Yeah, can't check your groceries out. I'm just going to slide these up here with my... Excuse me while I put these on the conveyor belt. Illegal search! <laughs> Illegal search! If I just keep saying it, it'll happen, Sean. Uh, Illegal search! <laughs> no, that's not no, really how it These Karens, man. I thought they were gone for a little bit. They just... Maybe the M&M commercial triggered her. She got triggered by the M&M Maybe commercial. Maybe she did, yeah. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. And you guys both wear glasses. Uh-huh. I do not. However, I think those times are going to be changing. <laughs> Can't not, picture you in glasses. Not because I have bad eyesight, but because I stare at a screen too much. Yeah. And I need to get some glasses that block the blue. My line. husband just got those. My wife has those, yeah. too. Anti-glare. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have noticed over the last, go figure, pandemic, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten months or whatever, that I've had eye fatigue and eye strain. I keep a bottle of eye drops here in the studio just in case. I mean, I've got three monitors right here in front of me that operate the radio station. Then I have my laptop and yeah. I've got my well, cell you're just phone. On, so I'm just and people are on it. Go more home, and more I'm on my TV yeah. and yeah. it's just constant, you know, so especially in these months in the winter where it's like I'm not really outside doing stuff. But uh, if you, like me, have experienced some eye strain and fatigue, maybe some headaches and stuff during the pandemic, here's some tips, Shaw, for keeping your eyes healthy while dealing with eye strain. All right, some good advice here. One of them I, d- I had no idea about, and you guys might because you take better care of your eyes. One thing I did have was a couple of years ago, I, I got floaties. Oh, sure. And so I, I was concerned because I have a lot of them, and I went to the doctor, and I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Can you get these things zapped out? What what do we got to do? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there's nothing that I can do about those. Right. And basically, what, ha- what do you, it was a weird explanation. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, his explanation to me was basically like the insides of your eyeballs start to turn into like, the consistency of pudding, like a thick pudding. And over time, pieces of dust and eyelashes and things, you know, whatever, get in there. And that's what you're seeing oh. is these things just floating around in your eye pudding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, your oh. eye pudding. Right. And so, and you know, when you have floaties, you're looking at the sky, you're trying to see something beautiful and it's white. Yeah, and, and it gets just, in the way. And then you start to try to focus on that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's annoying. Uh, and that's my, my main problem along with my eye fatigue. But here are some tips for keeping your eyes healthy. While working from home, Shaw. Move so you're closer to a window. Natural light apparently mm-hmm. is the key here. Matt, natural light really helps. This is the one I had no idea about. Set alarms to take regular screen breaks. Remember the 20 20 20 rule. Have you yeah. heard about this? You're supposed to walk away. Yep. So you stare at something for 20, uh, that's 20 feet away for 20 seconds every 20 minutes. If you're huh. spending, you know, hours and hours staring at a screen. Right so every to, 20 minutes, yep. you get up, you go stare at something for 20 seconds. That's Shut about 20 feet. You're going to retrain back, your eyes. Open there, the yeah. back door and look at your car. Yeah. In the parking lot. Yeah. Look at the guy in your backyard trying to steal your, your garbage or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> some other tips. Uh, this one I, I started, as I mentioned, I, I've got some eye drops. Eye drops. Very important. Keep them Is hydrated. Really? Yeah. Make sure you check the label, expiration date, and also if they're prescription, 
uh, eye drops. Don't overuse them. Uh, but, yeah, they say, obviously, keeping your eyes hydrated uh, is a good thing. Using eye mm. drops. Don't okay. overdo it, though, they say. Uh, good desk lamp. Again, when light isn't yeah, good, good lighting, yeah. poor lighting can cause headaches, irritability, and even make you less productive. Go figure. Uh, and then last but not least, Shaw, some tips for keeping your eyes healthy while you're staring at 8 billion screens for mm-hmm. all the hours of the day. Uh, stay about two feet from your computer screen. Any closer than that is harder on your eyes. Ooh, I better move back. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't think I need glasses to see because I've actually got really good eyesight. But uh, the glare thing and the blue light uh-huh. thing, I'm, I'm going in at some point now that we've got eye care or eye, whatever it is on our... Just having them looked at it? Yeah, well, I'm going to try and get the... the I know yeah. that the last time I had my eyes checked, they suggested that I get cheaters, whatever they're called, some kind of, you know, extra help. And, Reading glasses, yeah. Yeah, so I think that uh, I'll, I'll go with these glasses that cut out the blue light. We'll see. Head to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app if you want to read more about eye care. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene here on 95.7 The Rock, hopefully giving you a reason to smile with good news and bad music. Weekdays just after 7 o'clock, some good news and bad music. This week we're dealing with the Old Town Road. Uh, This is a nice stat. Check this out. We had some stats last week about the vaccine and about Mm -hmm. Americans getting COVID. Yes. The number of Americans who got vaccinated last week outnumbered new cases almost 10 to 1. Isn't that great? 959,000 new cases were reported and just over 9 million people last Mm -hmm. week got vaccinated here in America. So there's a good stat. Trending in the right direction. We've seen the numbers start to go down here on the average. That doesn't mean that it's over. But it's a good sign. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. And not your typical frontline worker, EMS, nurse, doctor, but somebody that makes a difference in somebody's life for their entire life. This woman that works at KFC up in Canada. Taking those Sunday walks with my mama when I was a young boy. And um, there was this lady, you know, she was always funny, always giving me free French fries because I was swinging on the bars inside. And uh, just over the years, you know, passing by Kentucky, and this hardworking woman is still there. She deserves all the gratitude in the world. So this is a guy named Jason Schweitzer, and for his entire life, he has loved to go to KFC. He's gone there so long, he doesn't call it KFC anymore. He just calls it Kentucky. And this woman named Amelia, doesn't want her last name out there, uh, has been working at the same KFC in Toronto for almost 50 years what? Five, zero, 50 years. She's from Portugal. She's been working at KFC in Toronto for almost 50 years, since 1975. And the guy that's been going there ever since he was a kid, loved her, gave him extra fries, very nice to him, funny lady, wanted to see her. And because of her service to her community and how much she meant to him, he started a GoFundMe page. And when I checked this morning, it had over $22,000 in it. For this nice lady that worked at KFC up there in Toronto. so Nice. I'm sure she's very happy to see some of that cash. But, yeah, loves her job. Been working there for 50 years. And, uh, you know, probably uh, an important part. We saw that with the pizza guy, right? The pizza delivery guy a couple weeks ago. Been delivering pizzas for Pizza Hut for tw- over 20 years in the community. A lot of people got to know him or regulars. And they saved up a bunch of money and, and got him a car. And now this guy started a GoFundMe 
For the uh, lady at the KFC. For the KFC lady uh, named Amelia and got her 22 grand. Sweet. Good news of bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. This one is great. Let's buy Jeopardy. But The clothes, the clothing that Alex Trebek wore on Jeopardy will be donated to a charity that provides clothing to homeless people for job interviews. The organization is called the Doe Fund, D-O-E, and the wardrobe will go to its Ready, Willing, and Able reentry program which helps get people back on their feet. A Jeopardy producer said, quote, during his last day, Alex extolled the virtues of everyone opening up their hands and their hearts to those who are suffering. This is the perfect way to begin to honor that last request. The final inventory, by the way, of Alex Trebek's clothing includes 58 dress shirts, 14 suits, 300 neckties, 25 polo shirts, 14 sweaters, 9 sports coats, 9 pairs of dress shoes, 15 belts, 2 parkas, and 3 pairs of dress slacks. The Doe Fund sent a thank you saying, quote, The men in our career training programs are always in need of professional attire so they can shine in their job interviews and work with confidence once they're hired. This donation alleviates the obstacle of not having appropriate clothing. How cool is that? Even in death, months later, Alex Trebek making an impact on people. I know they do that locally, like, and I don't have enough information, but I know that there's, when it's not COVID, there's a, a yearly um, drive for people to yep. clean out their closets and get rid of their sports coats yep. and stuff that don't fit or, you know, they, and then they give them to young people that are uh, right. trying to change careers and stuff like that. So that's that that could happen locally too, but awesome. That's a great story. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Clouds and a high of 10 during the day today, 7 below during the overnight show. Very cold. Again, yeah. Somebody posted on TikTok recently, and uh, you can find out more about this by going to the morning sickness page at 957therock.com, but uh, a TikTok recently posted... Uh, a video uh, finding out that uh, apparently dentists and people who mess around in your mouth for a living know when you've been doing mouth stuff, Shaw. Huh? Yeah. Apparently there's bruising on the soft palate. <laughs> How do you get bruised, Shaw? <laughs> you bump something up against your skin, right? Right? But yeah, apparently if you've been uh, enjoying the fruits of your labor, so to speak... Dennis can tell. Hi, Dennis posting responses to this TikTok video. The person in the TikTok said, just found out the dentist can find out whether someone has given brain or not. I'm screaming. Brain, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dennis and hygienists uh, responding, posting responses saying, yes, they know. When you've been doing that fairly regularly, there's some bruising on the soft palate in the roof of your mouth. The bruising is not harmful, but it's a dead giveaway shot. Dead giveaway. One dentist, however, said, quote, your secret is safe with us unless there's significant problems in there. And then they might have to alert the authorities. Oh, yeah, they're going to have to address some stuff. <laughs> or ask some questions. Right. Like, hey, are you, is everything okay at home? Significant. I mean, that's... You've got some significant bruising uh-huh. on the soft palate here. Uh-huh. No, I just like to, you know, I'm a real champ, man. I like to really, I give it my all. 110%. Mom taught me to. We're going to have to ask a couple questions. Yeah, we're going to have to call in the police here and get a look at this soft palate tissue damage. But yeah, your dentist knows, Gene. So. Let that be a warning. You're worried about that kind of stuff. That's like once a year, isn't it? Twice a year? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to the dentist since the freaking pandemic started. I'm just brushing more. I'm hoping for the best. I'm like, all right, Teeth. You can it's go me to the and dentist. You, Teeth. We got this. 
You can't go to the den. You can't go anywhere. Yes, you can. No, man. Yes, Some you can. crazy caring lady will jump out of the bushes and yell at you. Mm-mm. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every week, uh, Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, your chance to win my morning show money, courtesy of GECU. It's $80 this week, Shaw. Huh. And I do not want to give away $80 of my money. Why would you? I don't know. Why would you? Why, Why did Drew have to give away 80 bucks of his <laughs> money? Poor guy. I feel bad. I do. We should start a GoFundMe, an $80 GoFundMe for right. Drew. I'm in. 80 people donate $1, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> 608-784-0957 is the number. 80 bucks of my morning show money up for grabs. Who's this? Hey, good morning, Brian. This is Rich. Rich, are you familiar Hi, with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Rich, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I don't think he's going to pull it out of his butt this time, no. You're going with Gene, and you're saying no. 80 bucks of my yes, morning sir. show money up for grabs, Rich. Eighty. What are you going to do with 80 bucks if you win? Yes. <laughs> Smart man. Didn't hesitate. Yeah. Well, gas prices have been right around 240. They went down five cents the other day. I but saw that. I think they're what, 239 now? Mm-hmm. By the way, Rich uh, belongs in the cell phone hall of fame along with Rob or Bob uh, from a couple weeks ago who just emailed me for Workforce Wednesday. Bob at Fort McCoy, the one with the awesome phone. Rich and Bob might be in the running for best phone of all time. I don't know. That, that was a good one. That one turned me on. I got to hear Rich. Listen to how clear it is. Hey, good morning, Brian. This is Rich. God damn, that is good. Oh. <laughs> That is really good stuff right there, Rich. Congratulations. Not going to spend the 80 bucks on my on a cell phone. That's for damn sure. All right, Shaw. 80 bucks of my morning show money up for grabs. Gene doesn't think you're going to know it. Rich doesn't think you're going to know yeah. it. And unfortunately, I don't think you're going to no. know it. Great. I think you're going to know the quote, but you're probably not going to know the movie. Because really? I have I've quoted this several times oh over the last umpteen years. So you're going to recognize it, but I don't think you'll know the movie. Great. But you might surprise me. You never know. Listen closely. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Oh! Snap! I have heard that before. You're right. He said, I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Whispered that last part for extra effect. You want to hear it again? I think you might recognize the voice. Listen closely. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Oh, man! He did take him to the blood bank, by the way. I don't know if he actually like physically took him there, but he he took him to the blood needed, bank. Needed to go afterwards. He, you want to hear one more time, Shaw? Yeah. All right, listen closely. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. Oh man! To the blood bank. <laughs> that great piece of overacting there from Steven Seagal. I got that. Got the actor right. Yeah. After that, it's a guessing game. Oh man, there were so many bad Steven Seagal. I movies. know. And this I was not a bad one. This is a good one. This is one of the good ones when he was still in shape and he looked good, and it wasn't just a joke. This is one of the good ones, but uh, I don't. Again, I don't. I didn't have much faith in your ability for this one. Yeah, me either. Um, I'm just going to guess the only Steven Seagal movie that comes to mind. I guess um, Under Siege. Mm-hmm. No, that is the one with Gary Busey and Tommy Lee Jones. I know, on the but ship. I've seen that one. And the former Playboy playmates mm-hmm. with her breasts jumps out. out of the cake. Oh, yes, she did jump mm-hmm. out of that cake with her. T- hey. with her- Sorry. It was I got a cake. She had cake she and frosting. Had, she had, it's very frosted. So right. frosted. <laughs> there was a lot of frosting. She was Miss January. Uh, but no, that was not the movie. It was Hard to Kill with another breasty oh. lady, Kelly LeBrock. Oh, I like Kelly From LeBrock. Weird Science. Yeah, I know. Who nursed him back to health after his family was killed. And after he got back uh, back 
to fighting weight uh, through the use of acupuncture and all sorts of, uh, you know, kung fu and running up and down hills and track suits. He, he went and took Senator Trent to the blood bank. And- boy. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Drinking uh, coffee this morning, Shaw? I am right now, as a matter of fact. How many cups have you had? Oh, I only ever have one. Just one, that's it, huh? Mm-hmm. You like staunch on that, or do you like, uh, do you ever? I just, you know, I just sip it occasionally, so, okay. and that's all I need. What do you like about the coffee? Do you like the flavor? Do you like the the hot, the temperature? I think so. The warmth on my throat, probably, yeah. Uh, first thing in the morning, get that vocal cord warmed mm-hmm. up. Uh, not the flavor, though? No, I mean, I put cream in it to yeah. alter the flavor, you know, and right. coffee in and of itself is not my favorite. You but. put like a flavored creamer in there mm-hmm. or, okay. Yeah. And uh, what about the caffeine? Does it do anything for you? Or? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm but, sure it does. Okay. I, I remember when Peggy worked here, she would drink coffee. Oh, I couldn't believe that. All day long. All day long. Like from the moment she got here to the moment she left, she would drink coffee. And there's plenty of people out there that do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. I, after 8 o'clock or so, I'm done no, with coffee. That's, that's not my jam. I've got uh, two cups in me on the week on the weekdays, and then occasionally on the weekend, I maybe have another half a cup to a mm-hmm. full cup if I end up in the hot tub uh, in the morning, if I take a little morning soak. I, I like to bring my coffee out sure. there. Sounds relaxing. And usually that's after I've already had two cups. But uh, apparently three cups is is the recommendation from the American uh, Heart Association. They say that... Um, coffee's good for us now? Yeah, so oh. I guess. It's hard to keep up. Right. Well, every time a new study comes out, it's it's good or bad. But uh, recent research by the American Heart Association. So this isn't just, you know, Bob and Jim down the road who did a study. Uh, this is the American Heart Association who did this Uh, They found that drinking three cups of coffee a day can slash your risk for heart attack or stroke by a third. However, they want you to just drink the black coffee. They don't want you to put anything in it because uh, lattes, macchiatos, all those other things, often high in calories, added sugar and fat, making uh, black coffee, of course, the safest choice for the heart. Um, Coffee not the only deciding factor, obviously, in whether or not you're going to have a healthy heart. But they say that uh, three cups, apparently. So I should uh, be drinking more coffee then. Yeah, well, I'm, if you're concerned about that, I mean, I don't know. What did your EKG say recently? I don't yeah, know. Well, I haven't had one. Well, maybe you should. Maybe, maybe I should. Go in there and they'll tell you, hey, look, man, this one cup of coffee ain't working. It's not cutting it. You get two more in you and you'll be good to go. You might live forever, Shaw. <sighs> Tastes pretty good right now. Yeah, more info on this uh, recent research by the American Heart Association on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. I, I, I don't know. I dig coffee, but not enough. I'm not like one of the, you know, how Gina is. You know, she's got some kind of crazy ass order mm-hmm. with all these abbreviations and acronyms and everything. And I have no idea what's going and she's on. She's one that can drink coffee later in the day as well. Yeah. Like, even an iced coffee or something. But I can't I used, do that. I used to like an iced coffee every once in a while, but uh, not anymore. I just, I just kind of two cups in the morning and mm-hmm. I'm good. But I, I might have to raise my average to, to three cups. Might have to get there, Shaw. Doctor, say so. Apparently. I don't know. Well, are they doctors at the American Heart Association? I guess I hope so. Or are they just researchers? Which are they? I, I hope they have some medical training. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You're, uh, you've got three kids. One of them's married. Do you know about their, uh, the other two dating situation-wise? Do you know what their, what their sitch is? Uh, Jack has a girlfriend. Okay. Serious and, girlfriend? Yeah, like, they've been together for a couple years now. Okay. And you met her? She's been to your house? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have Very you enjoyed nice. a meal with each other? Like uh, we've you- not dined together, no. Oh, but, all right. She's been over, though. But she's been over, yeah. And I know Hannah is younger, but I think uh, it's been tough for her because of COVID, right? Hasn't been able yeah. to. Get out and meet people. Okay. 
But she's single still? Yeah. All right. Does she use apps and stuff, or does she go traditional, meet people in bars? Well, she's not going to the bars these right, days, right, so but... I don't think she's meeting anyone. Okay. Which is so... part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wallet Hub uh, just recently looked at a bunch of different data, 27 different factors in, in, in fact, Shaw, uh, to determine the best states and worst states for single people. Mm. Your daughter still lives in Wisconsin, right? Yep, in Madison. Well, she's in luck because Wisconsin's in the top five oh. of the uh, states for single people. Top five. That's pretty damn good. Uh, 27 different factors to determine their best and worst states for single people, including the percentage of single adults, the gender ratio. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's kind of important, right? Right. Online dating opportunities. I don't quite understand what that means, but. Isn't that the same everywhere? Everybody's got the internet. Yeah. Uh, also, they looked at drink prices. This must have been pre-COVID, this survey. Restaurants per capita, affordability, online dating safety, and how few COVID restrictions they have in Mm. that state. So, uh, obviously, that might play into the reason why Wisconsin's in the top five. We seem to have uh, fewer restrictions. Fewer restrictions, which is nice. Really nice. But uh, the top ten states, by the way, for single people, according to WalletHub and their determining factors, number one, Florida. Yeah, but they're all 80 years old. Good weather. Uh, you know, seems like they don't have a lot of restrictions down there for COVID. Probably have a lot of really great restaurants. I don't know what the drink price situation is down there, but seems like the nightlife situation is pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, then you've got Texas, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin at number four. Wow. Uh, rounding out the top ten, New York, Illinois, California, Ohio, Michigan, and Missouri. The bottom ten, the worst state for single people is New Mexico. Hmm. After that, it's West Virginia, North Dakota, Hawaii, Really? Arkansas, Delaware, Kentucky, Wyoming, Alaska, and Mississippi. If you're worried about Iowa and Minnesota, they did pretty damn good. Minnesota's 14th and Iowa's 20th. So okay, right about in the middle. Right, right about in the middle there. But uh, single people in Wisconsin go out and tinderize each other, get after it. <laughs> good I, luck. That was one of my favorite things working for the Cooley Region Chill. So I, I did the public address announcing, right. and we had uh, some younger females early 20s, mid 20s, whatever. And they worked in the booth with me doing the scoreboard and sure. some other stuff, you know, minding the the box, the penalty box. Mm-hmm. And they were all in the dating game and I wasn't. I've been married for, you know, 7 years now. But they would all tinderize during the game. They'd be on their phone just tindering and I'm Priorities. watching and it's a flurry, man. They're just bing 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 swipe 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 and it's it's and I would ask them stories and they just, "Oh yeah, and you get all these penis pictures and oh. It's like, dudes just send that as a greeting now. Like, instead of saying, hey, or what's up. It's Hi, just, here I am. Yeah, they would tell me constantly, like, yeah, you just get, you just, you got to, you know. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, that's. It's too bad. Seems like a really Im- improper way to introduce yourself. Yeah, you got to filter through all that junk. Huh? One of them said, though, she's like, I don't, I'm not trying to meet Mr. Right here. I'm trying to meet Mr. Right now. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday, the weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is the weekend, and it's time to get out and do some stuff or stay home and do some stuff online, Shaw. First, I got some business to attend to. Tomatom called, said that 
The interstate westbound between Toma and Sparta is closed due to an accident right now. Oof, okay. Again, westbound on I-90 between Toma and Sparta closed because of an accident. They're routing traffic to Highway 16, so be on the lookout for that. Let's get started with tonight. AroundRiverCity.com next week for Tug. This mm. week, you can go online and watch live music from them Cooley Boys. A live stream performance. Those guys are good, by the way. Yeah, they're really good. I, uh, I, I, As I was getting this all prepared for the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, I was listening to some of their stuff on the YouTube's Shaw, and I was enjoying it mm-hmm. mightily. Uh, live stream performance from them Cooley Boys as part of the garage uh, series, that this garage sessions that they've got. It's brought to you by the Weber Center for the Performing Arts. It's nine ninety nine. You enjoy an hour long or some more of music for uh, only ten bucks. It's, uh, it starts at eight p.m. and you can find out more again about that by going to either aroundrivercity.com or to the Morning Sickness page at ninety five seven therock.com. That's tonight, starting at eight. Then tomorrow, Shaw, if you want to help uh, for juvenile diabetes, right? We, we've done the Thunder Ride for a long, yeah. long time. They're doing a, a kind of a Thunder Ride, if you will, I guess, at Two Brothers Power Sports in Alaska. This one. Is a ride for juvenile diabetes on your snowmobile. Nice. Registration huh? starts at 8 a.m. Ride takes off at 9 a.m. You can find out more. Again, a ride for juvenile diabetes from Two Brothers Power Sports in Alaska that's tomorrow. It's going to be cold, obviously, but those sledders, they don't mind oh, yeah. unless there's they're snow. Tough. They know how to stay warm. Yeah. Well, there's probably going to be stops at some local taverns along the way. You never know, Shaw. I mean, but uh, find out more about that ride by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or hit up aroundrivercity.com for all the details. Also on Saturday, there's a big Valentine's Day sale going on at Deaf Ear Records. It's actually happening all this weekend. There's going to be an adult prom. It features in Holman, so a couple other things you can do. And then on Sunday, Shaw, if you're more into NASCAR than you, uh, than you are into romance, hmm. you can take your talents out to features in West Salem for the 20, I think this is the 28th annual wow. Eckelberg Racing Daytona 500 Smoker. It goes down Sunday at 1230. There's going to be food. There's going to be drinks. There's going to be prizes. Everything you need to to enjoy a Sunday, and then of course the NASCAR race kicks off at one thirty, uh-huh. and you can find out more about the Eckelberg Racing Daytona Five Hundred Smoker at Features in West Salem by going to the website aroundrivercity.com or the Morning Sickness page on our app. There you go, Shaw. Three things to do in and around the nice. cross this weekend, keeping you busy. You can mm-hmm. again, you can stay inside, you can go outside, you can do whatever, man. Uh-huh. There's all sorts. Can't of stuff say there's nothing to do. A lot more events, by the way, at AroundRiverCity.com. And if yeah. you have an event that you'd like to see on Upload the website, for free. you can submit it for free right there at AroundRiverCity.com. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 95.7TheRock.com and the 95.7 The Rock app.